Good morning. Welcome to Grounded Content Podcast. I'm your host, Marian Abrams. This is the podcast for you if you're a content creator or a content strategist who's interested in creating effective content that's grounded. And so on this show, I do a lot of interviews and sometimes solo episodes talking about how to really be effective in your content, to make content that serves a business goal, but also to stay grounded, right? Where's the line between manipulation and persuasion? Today, I want to talk about repurposing content. I surveyed a bunch of podcasters and I asked them what their biggest challenge was. And so many of them said repurposing content. And so I wanted to dig in a little bit to question assumptions because a lot of the so-called hard and fast rules are not hard and fast rules. So repurposing content. For those who are new to the conversation, let's start at the beginning. If you're a podcaster, you've probably been told that one of the great values of the podcast is the ability to repurpose the content. So the question to ask first is what's your goal? There's a lot of back and forth about whether social media is the place to grow your podcast audience. And we can talk about that. But first, let's talk about the other way. Podcasting, especially an interview-based podcast, is an incredible content factory, an incredible root source for content for all your platforms. And let's just take it a step further. Here's how I want you to think about content repurposing. Essentially, what does that mean? It means taking an idea that you got excited about in your interview and sharing it everywhere you can think of. So the simplest way to repurpose content is just to talk about it. You interview someone, you learn something new, you hear an exciting story, a powerful story, an influential story, and then the next time that you're giving a talk or you're being interviewed or you're just talking to your team or your friends, you share that story or that new nugget of information. That is content repurposing. So now we get to the nuts and bolts. What are some different ways that you can do this when you're being tactical and you're trying to create content for your social media? Number one, super easy, quote graphics. And I know people like to hear about apps, but remember, apps change, features change. The essential ideas are what will make you fortified to last over time. I work in a field that didn't exist when I went to school, on equipment that didn't exist when I went to school. Quote graphics. You listen to your guest, whether during the interview or when you listen back later, and you find some quotes that are catchy, that are enticing, that will catch the attention of your audience. Maybe they're informative, maybe they're exciting, maybe they're controversial. I use an app called Otter AI to do my transcriptions. There are lots of other ones. And I find a quote and I cut that out and I paste it into a graphic. I build the graphics in either Adobe Spark, Adobe Photoshop, or Canva. Now, one thing to remember when you're doing these quotes It's okay to smooth things out a little bit. 
If your guest said, um, you don't need to leave that in the quote. You can clean things up to reflect the intention of the statement. When you're building quote graphics, think about choosing quotes that might be flattering to your guest and creating a graphic that features an attractive photo of your guest. Then when you tag them, they'll be much more likely to share it. A second simple way to repurpose content from an interview is to write an article or write a blog post about the ideas or the stories in that interview, in that episode. Don't write an article about your show. Don't say, I interviewed Bill on my show. Here's the episode. Say, I learned something new today, or here's how to tie your shoe, or three steps to a better interview. Whatever those things are, whatever that idea is, write the article about the idea, not about the interview, about the story. Then reference the interview within the article as your source material, just like you would reference an encyclopedia or any study or any place else you did research. A third way to repurpose content is to record a reel. You notice we still haven't done anything that's edit intensive, that's tech intensive. We're just sharing the ideas across new platforms. So record a reel talking about what you learned or what the story was or what incredible thing your guest did, how it made you feel, what it taught you. You can record this as a reel for Instagram, throw up some captions, do it on TikTok, wherever your social media traffic is heaviest, that's a good place to post it. Now we're getting into more podcast specific ideas. And so the fourth idea is to create an audiogram. An audiogram is basically a way to make video out of audio content. So most podcasters are recording their podcast interviews or their podcast content. If it's a solo episode like this one or a story, whatever it is, it's audio. Podcasting is primarily an audio format, but most of the social media channels are visually driven. So one way to handle that is to create an audiogram. Basically what you do is you feed the audio content. You pull a quote, just like you did in that first quote graphic. You pull a quote, probably a little bit longer than what you would use for the graphic. And you use one of the popular apps that are out there, Headliner, Get Audiogram, Wave, or one of the video editing apps. And the apps will create what's called an audiogram. The audio is there as narration. There is a visual waveform or some other representation of the sound. Sometimes there are on-screen captions and usually a background graphic, maybe based on your show art or some other photo. It's just a video representation made from a clip of audio. Most podcasters say these don't perform well enough to be worth the effort. I think that they perform as well as any other social media representation of your show. It's just really difficult to track. I'll come back to that after I talk about one more form of repurposing. And that is referencing these stories, these ideas, when you are interviewed, or if you're writing a book, whatever content you are creating yourself Whatever your storyline, your expertise is, you're building that expertise. You're building a library 
of examples of references of studies that come out of these interviews. Okay, before I wrap up, I want to talk a little bit about this idea of social media and podcasting. If you think of your podcast, your interviews, or your solo content as source material, as the machine to generate content, then when you post it on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Facebook, your goal is not to grow the podcast audience. Your goal is to grow the social media audience or to build your own authority or to convert new clients who saw that content. But if your goal is to build the podcast audience, then you really shouldn't worry too much about the engagement numbers on your social platforms. We can get really deep into this and the engagement levels on your social media platforms can impact how you perform based on their algorithms. So I understand that you can't ignore this completely, but when it comes to podcast growth, here's a truth that you should understand. If you are a podcast listener, I put myself in these shoes. If there's a show that I'm a fan of and I follow them on Instagram, when I see a post about a new episode, what do I do? Nothing. But four hours later, when I go for my run, I will open my podcast app, I will load that show, and I will play that episode. There is no performance tracking that will find that connection. The same goes for emails. You may get a few click-throughs, but if that person is a fan of the podcast, that podcast is already loaded up in their app of choice, and they will listen to it in that app when they choose to do that. Most podcast listeners already have a time and place that they like to listen to their podcasts. So your click-through rate and your engagements on those posts will be very low. If you're looking at the podcast as a source of content for your social media channels, worry about your engagement, don't worry about the podcast. But if you're looking at social media as a way to grow the podcast, worry a lot less about your engagement numbers. What I suggest you do is work on building that virtuous cycle, that virtuous cycle that touches on all your platforms and uses them to grow and feed each other. Listen, I feel pretty pompous sitting here talking to the microphone myself. I have a couple of great guests lined up in the next few weeks. I'm really excited. We're going to be talking about story, story structure, how to be effective in your brainstorming. I have a guest who is an expert in YouTube, and I'm really excited to talk about how we build engagement there, some of the tactics that you can use to grow your YouTube channel. I know things have been quiet lately. If you like this, please let me know. If you don't, maybe hold your tongue. No, do let me know. If you like the show and you don't like this episode, do let me know. If you don't like the show at all, well, then just go find another show. But if you like this episode, and you like this kind of content, this kind of matter-of-fact explanation of some of my ideas about how to work with your content, do let me know that. And again, if you like the show but not this kind of episode, let me know that. Where do you find me? At Mad Motion. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter. I am pretty active and pretty responsive in all of those places. Thank you for listening. I truly, truly appreciate your time. I know it's valuable. And I'll see you next time.